Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Discover New Music podcast from us at Full Pelt Music. Shortly, we'll be joined by Anger Party after we featured them on our Discover New Music playlist over on Spotify with two of their singles, Had Enough and Eat You Alive. But before then, the usual reminders from myself. If you would, please do follow Full Pelt on social media. We are on Facebook at Full Pelt and on Twitter and Instagram at Full Pelt Music. And finally, if you would, please do hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, wherever you're watching or listening. Welcome, Ash and Owen from Anger Party to the Discover New Music podcast. How are you this fine day? Good. Wonderful, mate. Thank you. How are you? Well, absolutely delighted to have you on. Um, yeah, obviously, the band have put out two singles thus far, um, and we've enjoyed them both. So uh, <laughs> I'm in the unique position where we've actually put two of your singles on our playlist. So we've got two singles to talk about. Um, but before we get to the singles, uh, we always start the podcast in the same way. Uh, it's for listeners that aren't familiar with you, um, just to get a bit of a background to you know, who Anger Party are. So we call it our origin story. Um, so think superheroes. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, how how did you guys uh, get to wearing the anger party cape, as it were? Um, well, we um, I was in a band. Anyone that has followed us and uh, that does sort of recognise me will know that I was in a band called Kill the Ideal previously. Uh, we'd been going for about ten years. Um, we had achieved some. Um, some pretty pretty decent things uh hosted our own show on Kerrang we played in Europe did some obviously toured the lengths of the UK um we'd had kind of um th through the years sort of like I was um did a lot of the writings so obviously I was always always there but through you know as it went it, the band was going for such a long time different members and things like that but towards the end of of the the band's life um we were recording uh, with Ben Samson um, in uh, Watford. Uh, ben Samson, for anyone who doesn't know, uh, was a guitarist in a band called Lower Than Atlantis. Um, quite a small band, not joking. <laughs> <laughs> Mahoosive band. Um, to which um, I had the privilege of meeting one of the nicest and most talented people I've ever met in my life and thankfully I asked him if he wanted to come and join Kill the Ideal and that was Owen uh, who's obviously on here with us um, and he's going to pay you later for that compliment as well yeah right? absolutely <laughs> yeah the tenor <laughs> off to him later yeah um he is the most talented person I think I've ever met ever so I'm, I'm in a good <laughs> place at the minute where i can literally do no work whatsoever <laughs> so i'm really not telling myself here but not only is he a wonderful producer songwriter guitarist he's got the voice of an angel so why i'm actually in the band i don't know but... <laughs> um so but anyway we 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 were going for quite some time um and it just a lot of bands will probably know um sort of like what i'm gonna say next is that you 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 kind of like sell your soul and you flog your guts for such a long time um, and you kind of hit hit a point where you sort of think, well, how much further are we going to go from here? Um, and we kind of made the decision that um, we've, we're going as far as we think we can um, within that band's kind of sphere of sound and ability. Um, and our bassist had just, bless his heart, uh, had a kiddie 
um, and obviously wanted to focus on being a dad, which was, you know, the most wonderful thing, you know, for us to to see. Um, and that was Luke. And obviously without him, uh, he had been with me from the start. Um, and it's the same thing. Obviously the band wouldn't be the same without Owen. Um, and it wouldn't have been the same without um, Luke and our our drummer at the time, Jordan, um, you know, without any of them, it wouldn't have been the same. And with Luke gone um, and with where we were at the point at that time, we sort of just felt that without Luke, it's not the same. So we would feel, it would kind of feel there's something missing. So mm -hmm. we kind of, as me and Owen sat down and as a sort of like a collective, we just made the decision that, shall we look at trying something new, going down a new path? Um, and with our, our manager, at the, who we've got now, I don't know if I'm allowed to say who he is, so I, I won't just for the, <laughs> the risk of getting getting beaten up. Um, like, that made it sound like he's some shady back alley. Yeah. Like a, <laughs> that's because he is. <laughs> yeah. no, no, he's amazing. So no, I'll, I'll, I'll say cause it's a bit of promotion for him. So we, we're with King's Agency, um, who um, has, you know, he's... Tom, uh, who who runs it, has worked with some you know amazing artists. Um, obviously, he's got the most amazing artists, which is us. But uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> um, but anyway, through through talking to you know advice and different things, we decided to go a different route. Um, to which that's where we're at now. Um, and we over the course of a two year period, we just wrote and wrote and wrote. We must have written about 150 songs. Uh, between me and Owen, um, and then we just basically cut those down to a, a fine few, and then let you know, set them out into the world, and that was Anger Party. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And sometimes, I mean, the music industry, as you all know, is, is incredibly tough to navigate, and sometimes a bit of a uh, pause and a reset can do wonders. Um, yeah, and certainly the output that we've we've had so far um you know I, I say i've really enjoyed it enough to you know we've, we've got two of the uh singles on the on the playlist which we normally uh just tend to stick the one from any band on there so you know it's obviously a bit of a compliment to, to what you're doing already um so um we look at obviously you know uh your output now and i was actually going to start with had enough but i'm going to switch it around and we're going to talk about eat you alive first um because obviously you have had this big change up um and um obviously fresh start for the band so the question for me would be what about eat you alive made you pick that song to be your introduction to the world as anger party um i mean i mean from a producer perspective would probably be the best person to answer that, but, um, <laughs> but we we me and i mean we we do everything together um we wash we eat we <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, but um, but no, it, you know, we're very much. Um, I like to think that through our time in the in the uh, in Kill the Ideal, we're very much in 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 sync and in tune with what we've done, and we didn't. We wanted something to be completely different to what we'd done before, um, and we're both massive fans of like Ramstein and uh, Nine Inch Nails and you know, um, bands of that era. Obviously, I know, obviously, Ramshaw and still going on, but when you think about them, obviously, in the 90s, um, and, uh, and I was just tinkling with this riff, and it it just kind of came up. But there's elements of, like, Led Zeppelin in there, 
um, with the uh, the sort of like the semitone run up in there um, from D to E. Um, well, it's not in that because it's in drop C. So whatever that is, I mean, on now I don't know. I'm <laughs> useless. Um, however, I'd sent it across, and I mean, it was just like right, we can turn this into the most disgusting, heaviest sounding thing ever. So, <laughs> and that's kind of what we did. But the rest of it, obviously, is down to because I mean, um, being the clever bugger that he is, he produces everything. Uh, I do obviously I write, but um, he's. It's as if he's not here. I'm talking about him, isn't it? But with his, <laughs> his, produ his production skills, he is on another level. Um, and it's it's thanks to him that obviously it's sounded like. But at the time when when um, I came up with the idea, I just got into watching um, Fear the Walking Dead. Um, I'd snapped my Achilles tendon playing uh, football, so I literally was just sat around yeah. doing nothing. <laughs> So I was watching that and then the, the idea just sprung into my head and it, it came from there. But the whole idea of the song um, is obviously about eating people. Um, but, but it's not just about that. It's basically, obviously, um, kind of, I mean, again, we'll be able to explain it better. But in the, the world that we, we live in now, obviously, we're all, um, everyone at the minute, everyone's, so fearful of so many things and it's just we wanted to kind of just come out with a bang and just be like right what's the most disgusting thing we can put out and that tended to be it but owen will be able to explain it to you in a better way than i can so <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it was just there was there was i think for what it's worth as well it was probably it was the the first song that we wrote together as like in, in the knowledge that it was going to be for a new different band and because it was the first one and it was kind of the the archetype for everything that was to come after it um it felt right that that was the first single as well um and impact wise yeah i think like ash said it, it's i think at the minute there's a general kind of thirst in the market not just in the rock market but i think in like in the in the mainstream world of what what rock music can permeate that right now People do want a little bit of a shock. They do want something a little bit heavy. They do want something a little bit gory and creepy and all the rest of it. Um, so I think it was probably a little bit right place, right time. And I, I never thought for a minute when we wrote that, that, you know, a year later or whatever, it'd be debuted on Radio 1, which is nuts and still nuts for me anyway to, to get my head around that and fathom it. Um, but yeah, I think it, it, it's just, I think we're very lucky that it's kind of, on trend at the minute and and it's what people want to hear um and yeah i think for us it was just it was kind of liberating in terms of the writing because there was if you if you listen to the lyrics really it's a bit silly it is about eating people it's it's quite fun but at the same time it's you know it's it's ridiculously heavy as well so yeah i think it was just just a nice combo of things to draw people in really i think Oh yes, definitely, definitely, and you know the combo as well with the video. Um, <laughs> the video fits the, the song so well as well. So you know, where did the concept for that video come from? Um, I think as soon as we'd um, so again, me and Ash like two peas in a pod are both massive fans of, I mean, horror in general. But we have very similar tastes in in TV and film anyway. But I think in terms of films, a lot of the kind of um, the more slasher style horrors and the more kind of gory stuff. And um, we both take a, an interest in that. 
Um, and, and the whole plot for the video, as soon as we started talking about, you know, eating people and cutting people up and all that gory stuff, it, I, I, the first thing that came to my mind was um, the program Dexter. So as soon as as soon as we had that kind of concept, I was like, okay, well, it's it's got to be a kill room. It's got to be, you know, cellophane sheets, dingy lighting, um, fake blood, and and the works. And uh, yeah, it was a it was a pretty disgusting day shooting that. To be fair, because bet, yeah. <laughs> the the extra that we had planned to be the person who was going to get sacrificed, so to speak was ill so i ended up doing that part and letting the guys kind of cut me up and pour blood all over me and stuff um and then bless him i I said you did keep saying harder harder (laughs) (laughs) yeah um and then the the three of us are all are all vegetarian slash vegan jordan's vegan um but there's a shot right at the end where Ash is biting down on someone's heart, and that's a legit steak. So I think the poor guy nearly threw up when he did that. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, yeah, that, that that was an experience. There was quite a lot of gagging going on after that. But that was... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, luckily, we work with a videographer who's equally, probably equally as like sort of warped as we are, and yeah. he doesn't shy away from when we're like, okay, let's do. We're going to do this horrible, horrible thing. Um, and he, he kind of plays right into it. He's great. Yeah, he's certainly got the mind for it, hasn't he? He, he gets it. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. yeah, it definitely does because it, it's, it's, you know, come out uh, really, really well. Um, great bit of uh, at work and obviously fits the song really, really well. So listeners, uh, we'll have the link for the video in the bio and I obviously encourage you to, to head over and check that one out. Um, as well, another thing to check out then is obviously your second single that you put out, um, Had Enough. Um, and again, you know, really enjoyed it. Listeners, you can check it out on on the playlist, of course, um, uh, and obviously on all the usual uh, streaming platforms. So what's the story behind Had Enough? You know, how did that song come together and what's it all about? That um, That is one of my, um, in, you know, if I can call it, I mean, if I can call it my career, um, that probably is one of my favorite songs ever that I've ever had a part of being involved in basically and I remember it to the day because um Owen had basically written the music to it all of it and just sent it across and it just sounded you know triple a production ready like you could just put anything on top of it and it would just sound incredible so when I listened to it there's literally had this like explosion happening in my ears and it was just, it was just amazing. And it, when I did the, um, sort of put the sort of lyrical ideas down on the melody, um, it was in the depths of, uh, lockdown. Um, and I, um, I'm, I'm still, I'm, I'm, none of us are millionaires yet. So we still, um, I'm still having to work, you know, I'm quite open about it and I'm, I'm a nurse as well. So I work in A&E and within that time, it was, um, quite a scary time because it was early on and obviously, um, none of us really knew what, what was going on. And at the time I was getting really, really fed up because I was, conf- you know, we were all confined to our houses. We were, you know, um, I was going to work, um, putting myself into a position where, you know, as far as we were concerned and as far as we knew that obviously if I was to con catch, 
you know, COVID or anything, you know, I could die because I, we did lose quite a few of my colleagues at the time. So the song isn't about that, but it's about emotions that are around that at the time. Um, the, the fear and being confined to our own space and basically just being, you know, what now people obviously are saying, just like puppets in a, in a giant play, you know, and we're all, everyone was going around trying the hardest to, to, to be okay about it because we had no choice. And the amount of mental health that kind of uh, was sparked through that, the amount of marriages that broke up, the amount of people that, you know, um, went through losing their houses, you know, was having to rely on the food banks and the stresses that was put on them from that. Um, it was just all about the struggle of what people were going through. So obviously the first line my makeup is fading is because it's just literally, you know, I've got this front on mm. and every day there's cracks forming every single day because I'm struggling to to hide how I'm feeling. Because we all were, we were all struggling yeah. to hide how we were feeling. And, you know, the inner anguish and pain that, you know, was growing inside of everyone because we were only allowed out the house for an hour, you know, and all that social side that we need as human beings for our own mental, you know, health and well-being was just stripped from us. We had no control whatsoever. And it was just like the first kind of taste of what Big Brother would be like, you know, you're just watching this, the TV screen saying this is what's going to happen, you've got no saying what's going to happen but then you're seeing obviously different people in in Parliament having parties, copping off with different people, you know basically and you just and we, it, it's about sticking up for the people that felt helpless and frustrated and upset and, you know, angry about you know, and, you know, essentially bring back Guy Fawkes and <laughs> burn it down, you know, um, because that's literally how I felt at the time. And when I say this, this is 100% true. And I do think it's some of my best lyrical content that I've, I've ever done. That all was just one take, the first take, lyrics, everything. It's just what came out of my, my mouth. Yeah. Um, and it stuck. I think, I don't know if we changed anything to be, I mean, but I think more or less it, it kind of just stuck out how it was. Yeah. Um, yeah. and then we stacked a million vocal layers in the chorus. Oh we? yeah. I remember. <laughs> it's about, I don't know, about a hundred different harmonies in there. It's a bit ridiculous. Um, but for me, it's a, a track that, um, again, not only we've Eat You Alive, we've got Radio One, um uh Kerrang, we, we charted again with with their in their official chart um we got uh track of the week uh with uh alex baker mm. um and we got really... your wonderful playlist as well paul <laughs> yeah your playlist mate sorry but it, it's <laughs> um it it just goes to show this that the the amount of messages I've had from people hearing that song that have, you know, have come through to say, you know, like, you know, it, I kind of, they feel like they can connect with it in a certain yeah. way. Um, for me, it's massive because it feels like such a long time ago now, doesn't it? Like, yeah. it feels like it kind of more or less never happens because there's 
wars going on, you know, and different things. And it's like, oh, we've, we've got to be scared about something else now. Um, and it just feels like a million, a million, you know, uh, a million years ago. And it was only you know, a blink of an eye, you know, was, that, yeah. that, that all this happened. Um, so, so yeah, that's basically, you know, what it's about. Owen, again, <laughs> picking him up. <laughs> Owen puts things in such an elegant way, uses big words. I'm dyslexic and I can only spell, you know, basic things. I'm not very good at, <laughs> you know, explaining things as well as him. Um, but, um, but yeah, that's what it is about. It's just about the suffering and, and, you know, the, the, the mental strain and the, you know, the, I suppose the insanity that was being put upon us at the yeah. time and to have no control um, over anything. And it just always, yeah, it just has me, you know, every time I hear it, it takes me straight back to how I, how I felt at the time. Yeah. Um, so sorry, it's a bit of a long-winded explanation, but... Um, but no, that's, that's fantastic. Kind of, yeah. That's, you know, that's sort of like what what was that's kind of what it was you know what it, what it's about basically yeah i love to hear these stories I, I really really do and obviously as you say highly relatable we've all been through so much and we've all certainly had enough you know um yeah. you, you talk about all the issues going on right now and yeah we, we could go down a massive political rabbit hole <laughs> um yeah um and, and i'm sure i could sit and talk to you all day about that um but i mean for me you know obviously kudos to yourself obviously for the work that you're doing uh within the nhs um and obviously Thank all you, of mate. us at full pelt music are you know fully behind you with you know the ongoing um issues that you have in securing you know fair and equitable you know uh reward for the work that you do um so yeah um and the song again i say listeners uh if you haven't listened to it make sure you go and check it out and perhaps if you have listened to it have never listened to it now haven't heard you know the story behind it uh, and you know it certainly it is, is very very powerful uh for me uh in in the, the shit show that we're living through at the minute you know we, we, and we need music to uh um to help us along i think so it's absolutely fantastic um and you kind of touched a little bit uh on the reaction that was going to be my next question um to everything that you've put out so far of course it's always going to be scary um you know uh, changing to a new project or starting a new project again the industry is very very tough to navigate um and of course yeah reactions in instantaneous these days because we have social media it's not like the old days where you'd have to wait for a newspaper review or to see how many people turn up to your show and all that kind of stuff obviously you can see straight away what people uh, are thinking so you know given you just put out you know put your heart and soul into this new music and you put it out there how have you found the reaction to it I think nuts in a word yeah. <clears throat> it's it's crazy because i think um touching on what you said there we we obviously had a level of apprehension when mm. we we left behind a previous project where we felt like we were doing you know reasonably well we'd got a couple of accolades under our belt we were obviously tremendously proud i mean ash more so than me he was at it for a lot longer i kind of joined in the latter phases but but you you kind of you get this attachment because it's your thing and you feel very proud of it and you feel very proud of the accolades and I think we were all very apprehensive about letting that go and putting it to bed because there was always that apprehension of what if this doesn't do well or doesn't go the way we want it to or isn't received the way we want it to and um, and then once we kind of got the tracks done over the period of a year maybe nearly two years really in the background throughout lockdown and um, when it came time to actually let this stuff out into the world and put this stuff out and 
I remember when our publisher um, publicist Jay basically just said to us, you know, this first single is getting like premiered, debuted, like not even just featured, but debuted. The first mm. time anyone's going to hear it in the world is on Radio One. Blew my mind because none of us have ever done that in any previous projects. None of us have come anywhere near close to that. Um, and then, you know, from there, you then get, as I mean, I know Ash listed them off earlier, but, you know, a, a sort of featured artist of the week on Kerrang, single number two, then does Radio One. I, yeah, it's it's totally crazy that yeah. in the breadth of two singles, we've kind of achieved stuff that I know when when either of us were kind of starting out in bands, I it, it all felt like untouchable, like it was stuff you could never, ever get to. Um and and somehow in the space of these two singles, we've kind of done those things, which is yeah, it's utterly mental. Um, and then and then you know, aside from you know the kind of press or radio accolades or whatever, the, the general reception from people hearing it, the comments, the the, the shares, whatever it is, and um, is just I mean, in in any scenario for any band, it's always heartwarming, and I think anyone's always humbled and kind of grateful for any sort of reception. Um, but you know, we, we've just had a lot of really genuinely kind people saying very kind, very, um, yeah, humbling things about the work that we've put into it and about the records that we've made and, you know, long may it continue because it's a, it's a wonderful feeling basically. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it is an amazing feeling because it's, it's like, uh, you know, you, you like Owen was saying, it's something that we we were trying to do for ten years with you know Kill the Ideal, and we 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 did some like I said we we, we achieved some great things, but it's those things that we were striving to do, and then it, you know after it felt like it was taking a million years to to get this stuff together, um, and you know like what he said when our, our PR agent um, got on a call with us, um, and we had like a a joint Skype call and I just burst into tears. I was, <laughs> I was absolutely bawling. Um, Owen was like, are you all right, Ash? And I was like, no, I'm crying. Because <laughs> it, was, it was just literally, you know, like a, you have to kind of pinch yourself because you're just sort of like thinking, you know, it's, I suppose it's that, uh, I don't know what the word is, um, the penultimate, you know, um, realization that the gamble and all the hard work and everything that you've you've poured into the into this piece um as sort of like you know it is it's not that it's paying off but it's just people get it does that make sense it does yeah yeah it really does yeah um to have that connection you know and again see the audience relate to the, to the songs you know we talked about had enough and everything you know it is it's so rewarding you know for you guys i'm, I'm absolutely sure of it um and um obviously you know it's the fruits of your labors that hard work that you talked about so you obviously mentioned you know over the last couple of years you've worked on upwards of you know 150 odd you know concepts of songs potentially um so that kind of ties in uh with my next question which is always quite nice so um obviously you know you've had a really impressive start um you know where um you know where are the band going to be heading next you know are you aiming to to get something more substantial out there i know you probably can't say much at the minute because obviously there's always that machine in the background that has to go but are you working towards you know an album an ep you know what 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 do you see coming from the band uh, in the sort of next year or so? 
think um, I, I I think the short answer to that is I think the 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 bits that we can probably say are um, there'll be new music over the coming months. Um, obviously, anyone who's paid any sort of attention or has any sort of perception of the pace at which we're releasing things can probably yeah expect something relatively soon. Um, so yeah, there'll be new music probably in yeah over the next couple of months or so. Um, and then I think our being entirely honest at this point, I think our focus after that is then on you know building the the live side of what we do. We've we've kind of seen a good reception to 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 our records and a good reception through, like I said, all those outlets that we've just been talking about. Um, but I think the next challenge for us is or the next like target. Mm. We want to know going into the summer that we can you know have feet on the ground, put bums in seats, like actually get people out um and show them that like a different dynamic of us as well like uh, obviously the 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 live show for any artist or band is is usually a different world to to the recording to the studio side of things um so i think for us it's it's just a case of we're really keen to just demonstrate that side of things now and show people what they can expect in that environment so yeah i think the short and honest answer is yeah there's a bit of new music coming um and I think the focus for us will be will be on the the live show going into the summer. Yeah, I think the um, big thing for for me as well is when in our previous band um, we had built up quite a nice reputation for being um, a good live band to to see. Basically, uh, the kind of feedback we got was you know people that have come to see as a basis and i've heard from x y and z that you're amazing live or whatever and then they um basically say yeah you know they were right obviously i'm not saying we're the best band in the world but i but i am saying that uh, <laughs> <laughs> but the but the but the worrying thing is that obviously you leave um people have that kind of anyone that obviously remembers us from that you know um they remember you from kind of like I say a certain standard that you've that you've left and obviously it's not like it's a competition with with other bands but just in terms of you know well I saw them when they were this and then you kind of have that that you kind of think well essentially that's that's the baseline that's the baseline mark so okay. it can't you know it has to be better than that and that's you know from got no doubts that it's going to be you know you know, it's bigger and better because that's you know that's basically our sort of ethos now. Is that we're we're trying to do everything that we can to be you know bit bigger and, and and better. As much as proud as I was of my previous you know previous yeah. works, but um, so that's the thing for me is that you know we we do we are going to be you know putting in so much effort and you know attention to detail and, and everything we can. Obviously, we don't have the budget off you know. Uh, a band like Biffy Clyde or anything like that, but obviously there's certain things we can do, um, you know, to try and, you know, for people to see, you know, that the the effort that we're we're going into, because obviously our main focus is, you know, is the listener, because we want them to kind of see what what we're trying to put across, you know. So our our whole focus is is around them. So, um, obviously it is on. The con you know the quality of the song but also you know we want them to basically experience what we're feeling so um 
so so that's a, a like Owen said it's a, it's a that's a massive a massive part of it for us so I'm really excited for that for that next step yeah yeah really uh, fantastic ethos to have really um and that um it's always nice as well when you uh you guys on the other end of the call do uh my job for me because my next question was going to be you know what are, what are the plans for, for coming out live so you know you guys are smashing it um and the next bit that i like to do once we've had the live discussion um is just to tell everyone where they can obviously follow you on social media because that is uh, such an important thing these days and you've again smashed it because you make my life easier because you've got the same handle for all of the different social medias so i've got to sit here and reel off four different ones with underscores and god knows what else in them which is always fantastic so really easy if you want to follow um, the band on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, TikTok as well, I believe, uh, it's all simply Anger Party, which I'd like to think the listeners might have been able to find you anyway without me saying that, given how easy that is. Um, but yeah, um, obviously, that's where they're going to go to keep track, obviously, the new songs that are coming out. Uh, and the live shows as and when they get announced so yeah definitely encourage the listeners to get across there and of course i'm sure there'll be the links in the bio of the episode um as well so the last portion of the podcast um is what we call set list science and of course it's unique uh this uh, episode really because of course anger party you've not really got out there and played yet um but of course you have previous experience uh, in other acts so hopefully you can uh partake and in, in, in give me some of your insights into this so i'm a bit of a set list geek you know and again the ethos you're just talking about and putting in the effort you know um as a, a person that goes to a ridiculous amount of gigs uh every year um i can see the bands that put in the effort that make the effort um and especially when it comes to the structure of a set list so um the question here is how much um importance do you place into the structure of your set lists and have you got any rules that you tend to follow I think, uh, I think we. I, I think on an on an effort level, I will say we put a reasonable amount of thought in. I think structure wise, we've always been more so the the kind of I think start super strong and start you know high energy maybe two three songs, mellow it out a little bit into the middle so you've got a little bit of breathing room for the audience a little bit of interaction a little bit of chat, and then finish big. That's always been our ethos, but Ash, anything to add to that in terms of the specifics? I think that's what we've always gone for, though. Uh, well, no, that that's 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 basically it, and I always basically that's essentially what Queen did. Um, yeah. Who is the best band to ever set, you know, set foot on the earth, in my opinion, anyway, and the best frontman, and the best vocalist, and just the best human being ever. Um, but God rest his soul. Um, but uh, but yeah, I watched a, a documentary with with them because I'm, I'm obsessed with them. Um, and any fans of Queen will probably uh, not that I, I ripped Freddie off, but that's basically who I learned. <laughs> I've had no, I've never had any vocal lessons. Um, and I'd like to to kind of think that I am uh, a relatively good vocalist um but um but i've had a very good vocal teacher which was freddie so and that's how that's how i learned to sing um and um and yeah through watching you know them for, for years I, I remember seeing a kind of a documentary or some footage of them and it was roger daltrey uh, not roger daltrey um 
I've gone bloody, I've gone bloody brain dead Roger now. Taylor. <laughs> Roger Taylor. Roger <laughs> Taylor, sorry. I've gone, you know, sorry, Roger. Um, <laughs> yeah, Roger Taylor. Um, basically saying the same thing. And it was, that's kind of like, you know, um, if that's what they do, then that's that's good enough for us. You know, you start off strong, absolutely, you know, wallop them in the face, uh, give them a tiny bit of a breather and then get back on it. Yeah. We love a good intro. There's got to be, there's got to yeah. be, and again, I, I, shame, I don't mind saying this shamelessly, we obviously, do, with, with our music, there's a lot of, there's a lot of synthesizers. There's a lot of cool soundscape stuff and sound design that's happening, as well as the traditional kind of rock band elements. And for us, like using that stuff to build the tension before we even get to stage is, yeah. And it, it pumps up uh, us up as well. Like the, it's nice for us to kind of hear that stuff happening, hear the crowd kind of getting ready, and then, then boom, we're on. Um, yeah, we love an intro for sure. Yeah, and, and so do I. Uh, so do I actually. I think you know, and it's, it's the little nuances like that that I notice and pick up on. You can tell when bands have you know carefully sort of curated the even even up to the you know, the music that's playing before they come out. You know, the music that's playing when they're setting up. You know, you can tell. I can at least when, when effort's been put in, and obviously uh, appreciate that. So, um, and yeah, no, no one better really than Queen to try and you know copy copy from when it comes to anything but especially live shows for sure so um yeah certainly look forward to uh being able to see anchor party at a show um down the road definitely encourage listeners to to pop along as well when they can and obviously check out the two singles um either on our playlist or anywhere else that you can stream music um it's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you both um i always like to finish off with um chucking the ball to you guys uh and just saying you know, what would be your final message for the listeners today don't let the bastards get you down that's the <laughs> sorry i don't want to swear <laughs> oh you can swear <laughs> yeah um no just honestly um we 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 can't you know the people that have been listening to us so far and have followed us and anyone that's obviously come along from the previous band you know we 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 um we really do appreciate um you know our listeners you know from the the depths of our hearts and obviously thank you so so much for you know for for coming along and and listening to us and for you know from what we've put out so far it's only going to get bigger and better um and like i said we're on all major streaming platforms um you know and you know, don't be afraid to reach out to us, you know, send us a message, anything you want to know, anything, is there anything you know, we, we'll, we'll reply to anyone and, you know, anyone and everyone, um, you know, because like I say that we, you know, we really do value you know, anybody that, you know, um, listens to us, comes to the live shows and, and gives us their time because ultimately it is about them. Um, you know, I, I hate bands that are, you know, kind of like the, you know, you know, it's it's all about, it's all about us because it's not, yeah you know it's not i'm sorry but it's not um so um so you know again you know thank you so much for you know giving us your time uh and uh and hopping on this wonderful journey we're about to embark on and uh and obviously I'm, i know i only have some things to say but um but yeah but we'll we'll see you all at the the first show whenever that may be you know so yeah thank you well said. I've nothing to add. That was poetic. 
Thanks, mate. Wait um, until I can roll the way there. <laughs> yeah. No, that's no. There's there's nothing else, mate. All I will say is, even though Adam Lambert is firmly in Freddie's driving seat these mm. days, if Queen are listening, then we are available for <laughs> Um Yes. Um, but aside from um, that, I think just thank you to you, Paul, and everyone at Full Pelt for. Uh, having us on today and, and also backing us on the last two tracks as well, mate. Yeah, thank you very much, Paul. Yeah, no, absolute pleasure, as I say. I think all that's left really now is um, owing for you to pay Ash that money for all them compliments that have been coming. I mean, of course, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's I'll, I'll get it sorted. I mean, yeah. I, it's normally the other way around. Every time we do something like this, I'm normally like, oh, it's the greatest singer to ever live. Um, <laughs> today, I went easy on that. Oh, oh no. No, absolutely fantastic obviously and, and yeah thank you for joining yeah thank, thank you, you very much for having us well thank you everyone for listening i really do hope you enjoyed that chat there with anger party make sure you follow the band over on social media and of course check out their songs had enough and eat you alive on our discover new music playlist on spotify while you're at it, also, if you would, please do follow Full Pelt on social media. We are on Facebook at Full Pelt and on Twitter and Instagram at Full Pelt Music. And finally, if you would, please do hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, because we'll be back very soon with another episode of the Discover New Music podcast.